is going on guys welcome back to another episode of talking halos i'm your host today jared tims and i am joined alongside my co-hosts my partners in crime yes we got two of them today with me brock davis and nate green fellas boys how we doing doing well how about you brock dude emotionally i am deprived right now dude angels better bring me up this year because the chargers were just the most deflating exhausting emotional roller coaster game i've ever watched Mm-mm. why do you build me up yeah. buttercup baby there you go you're welcome uh, that's why i'm hoping the angels change that song um for mm-hmm. the best of them so uh yes not a football podcast but uh as the great uh commercial would say you almost had it brock you almost had it you were close at least derek's not on talk about the rams Sorry about that, Derek. And then Nate, we're not talking about the New York Giants either because you are a fake New York Giants fan anyways. So that is Yeah, sure, fake. (laughs) We'll go with that. It's all good. We saw I I think I I think we watched the uh the Tom Brady uh, We did watch the Patriots Giants. Yeah, we did watch that one. So so. yeah, it's not fake and I've had to suffer through some gruesome years, but it's all right. Let's get on Angels baseball. Absolutely, absolutely. Before we get going, guys, of course, fun podcast here for you guys today. Um, Don't forget, subscribe wherever you guys are watching. Let us know how you feel about the international signing period, the start of it that happened this morning, this afternoon, this evening. If you didn't um, jump on, check out uh, Angels posted some stuff. Myself, Jared underscore Tim's Taylor Blake Ward was on it as well with a lot of good scouting reports. Um, ben Badler of Baseball America, Jesse Sanchez of uh, MLB.com. Uh, everybody did a really fantastic job there. Angels sign 18 guys. We'll, we'll, we're going to talk about that shortly. Um, and if Taylor Blake Ward is possibly listening to this podcast, I don't know. He will be coming on the show. Um, he doesn't know that yet, but he will definitely be coming on the show to talk about this. He does now. He does now. Um, he'll be getting a text message shortly about uh, when he can come on and talk a little bit of international. But of course, I'd love to talk about that this with you guys. Just kind of scratch the surface. We don't need to dive into it too, too much and hang on, let me keep going with my introduction here uh give us a subscription wherever you guys are listening um twitter instagram facebook you can follow us there uh, we're always looking for some writers just shoot us a message i got a couple people in the inbox right now um so there is that you can follow myself on twitter jared underscore tim's brock at bdrox8 nate at nate green 34 let's get it rolling here guys uh, a lot of angels fans are a little i wouldn't say worried but uh maybe a little bit um, with this international signing period. And of course I want to know how everybody else feels about it. Uh, Angels didn't sign anybody for over $1 million. Uh, Felix Moore Bell infielder from Dominican Republic got $900,000. That was the most that the Angels handed out this, uh, this season uh, so far, should I say they could, you know, dole out a little bit more, but I don't see that happening by any means. Number 50 overall prospect on MLB pipeline. Nate, I'll go with you first because, Brock, I know we probably didn't know we were going to talk about this, so I'll let you gather your thoughts for a second. Are you worried about the Angels not spending over a million dollars going and getting one of those top guys, Um, and how do you feel about it? Not worried at all, honestly. Um, Interesting. Go on. Why why would you be worried about about not signing a top guy? I mean, this 
international free agency, it's such a lottery ticket. It's you just really don't know what you're getting. We we've seen top guys come over and you know they've done fine in the minor leagues and made it to the major leagues and been okay players. We haven't really seen the top guys come over and be you know legit all stars. I'm sure there's a couple here and there, but there's always going to be a couple. But Shohei Otani, yeah, yeah, and. And Shohei Otani doesn't even really count in this because he never played in the minor leagues. He wasn't really one of those guys that had to work his way through the system. It was like he was in the big leagues from day one. And, you know, it's a little bit different than, than signing a 16-year-old who's five foot ten and hoping because his dad is 6'5", that he turns into being a 6'5", righty who throws 97, 98 miles an hour because he's 16 and throwing 88 at 5'10". So I'm not really too worried about it. I think that... With, with what the Angels have internationally scout-wise, it, it makes sense. You just go throw your eggs in a bunch of baskets and hopefully one or two hit um, rather than throwing your eggs in one basket and praying that that one guy hits because, as you know, it, nobody knows. Like, we, we've seen Jose Altuve sign for nothing. We've seen um, Christian Javier sign. Like, a lot of these really good Ron Acuna didn't really sign for too much. A lot of these really good guys didn't sign for too much money. So I'm not really worried about who's getting what I actually like the way they went about it. Yeah. And and before I let you go here, Brock, I'm gonna, you started throwing out some figures there. I mentioned it a couple of days ago on Twitter. Uh, Ronald Acuna got hundred K Fernando Tatis Jr. Got 700,000 jazz Chisholm got 200,000 Luis Patino got one thirty. Jose Altuve got 15,000 Ozzy Albies gets three fifty. Luis Severino gets 225. Jose Ramirez gets uh, 50,000. Cattell Marte got 100,000. You mentioned both Framber and Jose or Christian Vasquez. I think both got 35,000 from Houston. So at the end of the day, I think it comes down to development. I 100% agree with you. Um, and then you look at, and I'm going to throw out the top international prospects via pipeline since 2013. Eloy Jimenez, who's been fine, was one of the older guys from Cuba in that. Um, Dermis Garcia, who made his MLB debut last year, Yadier Alvarez, who had some character issues for the Dodgers, Luis Robert, Shohei Otani, who we mentioned, and then some guys who haven't even made their major league debuts yet. Um, Victor Victor Mesa, who's with Miami, Yoliki, Yolki, sorry, um, Suspedes in 2019, 2020, they didn't have anybody. Um, Suspedes again in 2021 because he didn't sign in that 2019. Um, 2022 Roderick Arias and 2023 Ethan Salas this year goes to the San Diego, San Diego Padres for about, I think it was 5.2 million, which was more than what the angels even, ha- even had. So yes, I mean, you look at that list and, you know, top prospects, it's, it's hard to tell what some of these guys are going to do. A lot of them have come over from Cuba. A lot of them, you know, you have Shohei Otani who has proven himself at, at, at a high level. Um, so yes, it's, it, I, I, uh, I'll let Brock go. After I just you know nailed off all those stats, I'll, I'll, I'll let you go and you know what, how are you how are you feeling about this? Yeah, I mean to be quite honest with you, international signings have never been my strong suit of knowledge within the baseball realm. So I usually kind of keep my hands out of it. Um, I definitely need to learn more about it. Uh, but for me to kind of touch on what Nate said is, I think um, it's hard for any you know casual fan or even. I, I would consider myself a diehard fan. I don't even know very much about the international uh, signings. It's not, you know, the same as free agency where you see there, there's, there's not any proof of concept per se with a lot of these international prospects, you know, you, you haven't seen them produce at the major league level. So it's hard to formulate that opinion. So it kind of also makes it hard to be worried when like 
like Nate said, throw your eggs in a bunch of baskets and see what you can get. You know, all those names that you listed off on Twitter got very little money and they ended up being something. And for me, not being the international scout, being there and seeing them play, it's kind of hard for me to formulate an opinion. You know, there's no proof of concept until they prove it or they don't. Yeah, yeah I agree. I, I, I'm with you. I'm not somebody who's been around it. I'm not upset by any means about it. I know there's people out there that are like, Angel's got the 50th overall prospect. And I don't, I wouldn't worry too much about that, guys. You know, stay, you know, stay calm, stay with it there um, on that side of stuff. They went and just like full transparency here with you guys, they went. I believe they gave 12 six-figure contracts, so $100,000 and above, to guys, which is good money for a lot of guys. That's that's nothing That's nothing to frown upon. Um, they signed 18 guys. Uh, today alone, they signed 18 guys. They'll continue to add guys over the next couple days, weeks. The signing period lasts 11, 11 months. They have until December of next. I think it's December 1 of next um, 2023 um, to sign guys, so we're going to continue to see guys sign. Um, and then next year it's, it's a pretty big, good class that, uh, that's being formed as well. So, um, with all that being said, they went, you know, physical, bigger, um, you know, guys who could possibly, you know, become something good. You know, they got a couple of pitchers that are six, three, six, four, 16, 17 year olds right now still have a little bit of growing to do, um, guys with quick bats who don't strike, who don't swing and miss a lot, who, um, don't get cheated a lot, who make hard contact you know, good bat speed type of guys and bigger guys too, that could run into some power down the road. I know Morabell is probably not that guy that's going to run into a lot of power. Um, who's their top prospect, but, um, you know, good defender. And we'll get to scouting reports another day. Like I said, you, we'll, we'll get Taylor Blake Ward on with us um, just to kind of break down everything and how, how all that looks. So I'm in agreement with you guys. I know if anybody's listening to this, who's freaking out about the angels getting just the number 50 overall prospect. Um, I, I'm not too, too worried about it by any means. I'll, I'll say that and neither should anybody else. With that being said, let's get on to a little bit of like angels baseball talk. Um, MLB pipeline, I guess a little more prospect, not really. Um, Angel, MLB pipeline. I think MLB itself came out with a couple lists of voting for the rookie of the year. And there's been a lot of talk about like who could possibly win the rookie of the year for each team. Um, the angels have one guy in particular who has a, chance i don't know if it's a good chance but he has a chance of winning rookie of the year his name is logan ohop we saw him at the end of last year i want to get your guys' opinion and think and i want to know if you guys actually think that he can win rookie of the year next year there are some guys out there uh gunner henderson is one of those guys nate rattle off a couple more for me because i suck at uh, suck at thinking rookies <laughs> i know you got a couple names uh, yeah hunter brown with houston's up there josh jong with texas is in there um trying to uh, Depending on Anthony Volpe, he could be up. You, you have all of the Yankee shortstops that could be up. Um, Baltimore's, Baltimore's a couple other guys too, but Grayson Rodriguez would be one that I know you would be excited about if he makes it. So there there are a bunch of guys in the American League that, that could win this award. With that being said, I'll pass it. I'll hand it to Brock. Brock, how do you feel about Logan O'Hoppy? Do you think that he might actually have a chance to win the rookie of the year? Because that's a, that's a pretty big honor. Not too many Angels have won it. Um, Shohei Otani, Mike Trout, just to name a few guys. I think Tim Salmon won it as well. Um, so that being said, it's a, it's a, it's a solid award to have. Um, Did Trey Glass win it too? No, he was really good his next year. He kind of struggled his first year. Really, really good. I think he had like 49 home runs in his second year or something like that. I know Nate's probably already on. I got you. Yeah. Um, I'll preface it with asking because I don't recall. What about, uh, Jason Dominguez and Rutschman? Are they still eligible as rookies? Rushman is not. Dominguez is if he 
gets called up. up. If he gets called up, I don't know where he's at. I think he made it up to double A last year. Yeah. So yeah, he might be another year, might be a 2024 type of thing for Dominic. Tristan Casas with Boston Tristan as Casas. well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of just good based names. on the names that, that you guys have said already, those are, especially in the catcher position, I know that he's going to be split in time with Stassi. He's not going to get as nearly as much playing time as a lot of those other guys if they get called up and stay. I feel like it's he's he's got a very big uphill battle for sure. I mean, if I had, if I was a betting man, I'd probably say Gunnar Henderson. Um, but <laughs> would I love to see it? I would, but, um, rookies already have a, uh, fluctuating play time most of the time throughout the season. And just with the way the angels culture has always been built as far as, uh, catchers go, I don't see him getting enough play time unless he just absolutely came and just demolished and, you know, ended up playing 80 to 90 games and played really well. I was going to say, I was going to say at best 120 games is probably what he gets. I think at best with Stassi behind the plate. Um, he's probably at best a 20 home run guy next year. I think he might get a little bit more. He might have a little bit less. We'll kind of see how that goes. 240 hitter probably gets on base 320 um, slugs close to that four sixty range. And I'm really bad at math. I don't know if that gets it done or not. I really don't. But it puts him up there for sure. 240, 20 home runs. Re- probably is going to be a pretty good defender behind the plate. I already you know he has a good arm. But he does have yeah. a lot of tough competition. Um, you got, like I said, Henderson, those type of guys. Casas, um, Hunter Brown, who's it'll be interesting to see how many games he pitches there. In Houston now, What where he's starting. Um, and then I, I, you also have some of the some of the Asian guys that came over too. Um, I, we always forget about that too. The guy with the Red Sox who signed. Um yeah. That 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 could be one of those. It's names the only one be. in the American League, if I remember correctly. And then the Oakland but, guy, but yeah, that's we'll not. See, we'll see how that goes. So he's not going to be high up on that. Negative Nate, take it away. I know where you're going to go with this one. I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to go wow. ahead. I'm, I don't I'm, think I'm pr- I'm preparing. I'm preparing people. I actually don't think you know where I'm going to go with this one. Um, Gunnar Henderson is the number exactly one guy right now. He Gunner- is the number one guy right now. It's not even close, but. Um, to be fair, I don't even know if if Ohapi is the number one rookie of the year candidate on the Angels right now. Honestly, like I know he, a lot of people say that. I think Chase Silseth is that guy. I think if Silseth pitches well, he he's got a really good chance at at, at being that guy. Um, he now we talked about, now we talked about this before. Sorry, I don't want to interrupt. We talked about it before. Does he get enough innings pitched? Though is the question. If he is that guy too, because the Angels might so, end up getting somebody else. Yeah. I do. As of right now, he is that guy. He throws between 100 and 120 innings. I think that gives him a chance. You know, you're the rookie of the year has never really been about innings pitched, games played. It's it's never that that award that really cares about that. It cares about like which guy has shined the most as a young player um coming up. And I think he's got a really good chance to to be a guy who who goes out there and throws up a a low three ERA and, and gives himself a chance. If he throws 120 innings and throws up a low three ERA strikes out in 115 120 innings he strikes out 135 140 guys like he's going to put himself in that in that um i i think gunnar henderson is going to play way too many games uh and and just have so much numbers accumulated that it's going to be really hard for logan ohapi to to overtake him um he plays a huge role in oakland or not in baltimore in baltimore yeah so that's why i think it's going to be really hard for an offensive player to overtake Gunnar Henderson, but I think you look at the pitchers. Those are the those are the dark horses to take it from Gunnar Henderson because if if Silseth throws up you know 
upper twos, low three ERA and strikes out, uh, you know, 10, 10 guys per nine, something in that area. Like he's going to have a shot. And so if he does that. He's going to have a shot at Cy Young, man. Yeah. I don't know about, I don't think he gets innings pitch for that, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Yes. So that's who I think has the best shot as an angel, just because of how much Gunnar Henderson's going to play shortstop or third base. He's going to play 150 games. If he's healthy, he's going to hit 25, 30 home runs, most likely steal 15 bags. It's going to be really hard for an offensive guy to put up their numbers with him and be like, yeah, I'm better than this guy. But pitcher, I think they got a chance. I got you. I'm with you on that. Like, I, I think Hunter Brown's up in that mix too. Yep. That's if, if he gets enough, if he starts. Yeah, that's interesting. Trace Hill said, um, I mean, if he's even on the opening day. Uh, in, in right now, he's the six, right? Yeah, you'd have to assume he's a six right now. So, yeah, that's an interesting thought. You know, I didn't think about it. I'm assuming a lot of people didn't didn't really think about that. I'm proud of you for that. Negative. One. I'm some negative for you. I wonder this. I, eh. I could see it. I could see it. He's got the stuff. I'll say that. Like for sure. Upwise, it's like wow. Like this guy has a chance to be good. The fastball needs to get a little better. Um, I'm going to mention in the top prospect rank. He's already wrote up for him. He needs to add a pitch that uh, a harder pitch that moves, whether it's cutter or two seam or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that straight flat fastball is going to get hit no matter how hard it is. Um, and we've seen that before. So, on Walton. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, straight flat fastballs get hit, hit no matter no matter how hard you throw. Mm-hmm. Exactly, hundred percent. So. With that being said, before we let everybody go, th- final thoughts here. Um, I'll start with you, Brock, and I actually have a question for you here. Do you think the Angels are going to sign anybody else notable? They are going to be signing. I'm going to have to assume they'll they'll be signing some minor league free agents and such like that. But notable major league contract, maybe a fifth a fifth starter to move Silseth out of there. Um, I don't know a backup, another catcher. Pay, I don't I don't know where else they're going. I think they're done offensively. You look probably for another another pitcher. Supposedly they're in the Gary Sanchez sweet. Yeah, that's what, I was, that's what I was just going to say is I've seen that they're linked to him, but I don't know. Man. Is that lion in Texas? No. Um, no. Rosen, Rosenthal. It was somebody on MLB Network. I don't remember who it was. Weird pushing hard for catching in this offseason, but yes, Brock, take it away. What do, you, what do you got? What do you think? I don't know, man. I feel like this this offseason has been back and forth for me. It's It's been hard for me to predict. The only signing I predicted this entire offseason was Brandon Jury. I don't know if you guys caught that, but I tweeted it the day he got signed, actually. Uh, and we got him for cheaper than I thought we would, which was nice. Um, but anyways, other than that, I mean, just the Tyler Anderson signing right out the gate caught me off guard. And just a lot, of, a lot about this offseason has been a little bit different to me. So, once again, if I was a betting man, I'm going to say that we're not going to make any more notable major league signings, but I could see a trade happening. And I don't know for who, I don't know if it'd be for, uh, you know, so for, for a reliever or for some reliever depth, maybe it would be for a catcher and a reliever and it would be a prospect packet. I I don't know, but I just, maybe Michael Waka, something along those lines, but I I don't know. I feel like, uh, if anything's going to happen, it's going to be a trade. Um, I don't, I don't see any more major league signings happening, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I, I'm with you on that. I, I don't, <laughs> anything could happen. This has been such a weird off season, but you just don't know with the angels in general and Perry in general. So Nate, I'll let you go before I give my thought there and don't yeah. take my thought. Cause I know you're thinking the same thing as me. I, I wonder if I had, that would be, that'd be honestly impressive. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I, I think 
you might see a trade. I don't I don't see uh, them getting any more offensive pieces. I, I think the guy that, that's going to be interesting to look at is Alex Reyes or uh, Zach Britton. I think those are the two guys to take a look at um, in the bullpen. I think they're not done in the bullpen. And we've seen Perry likes to spend money in the bullpen. Alex Reyes, who knows what, what number he gets, but he's a guy who he can strike a lot of guys out. He's got the really big velo. Um, he's pitched really good out of the pen. So that's a name that I would look for. Zach Britton, again, kind of similar. Uh, I, I think that the Braves have liked Zach Britton a lot when he has been a free agent over the years. And so I, that's just a guess for me because Perry's coming from Atlanta. Atlanta has been linked to Britton over the years. Really no evidence, just kind of a guess on, on Britain, but I think Alex Reyes is someone to definitely keep an eye on. Yeah, they were in the Alex Cabrera's we've stayed yep. last year, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. So um I, I could definitely see that happening. I'm I'm all for it, you know, increase improve the bullpen at minimal cost, which they Perry hasn't done uh, in recent years, but I guess we'll see how it goes. Bullpen's really volatile. You never know. Aaron Loop and Ryan Tapera could be two of the best relievers in baseball next year. I know you're gonna laugh at me, Nate, but like with how volatile bullpens are that's just kind of how it is we saw i mean a perfect a perfect example like Hansel robes robles is one of them rossile iglesias is another one like right off the bat you got two guys there who you thought were dudes for you one year and and you know mm-hmm. lights out robles was lights out for a year after he got dfa'd by the mets for the angels and then but robles like, didn't have a track record to be fair no. I will say Iglesias had the track record of being good, but mm-hmm. yeah. you you look at what Iglesias did when he knew what his role was, which you know I'm a big believer in knowing your role. Um, and I think he gave up one earned run or two earned runs in Atlanta yeah. when he knew his role. So I, I think that's a big deal. Is you got to be consistent, and yeah. you know the Angels weren't consistent with him last year. Yeah, I agree with that. So um, you just never know what a bullpen could look like, especially the Angels yeah. this next year. So. Um, with that being said, I'll I'll say it. I, I think the Angels go and trade for a Marlins starter. Um, as weird as that sounds, I think they're still out on the market there with some of those guys. Um, and I am all in on Edward Cabrera. You guys are welcome. Um, I don't know if that happens or not, but that's that's my no guy. No way, no chance. That's my guy, man. That's my I guy. I think it starts with Luis Rangifo, honestly. Well, I don't I don't know. I'm not. I think we had have a better shot at Pablo than him. I don't. Think I, so. don't know. I don't know if we have enough. No. I, I feel would, like Edward's not on the market. There's a rumor that it was him for Brennan Rogers straight up right before the Marlins signed Segura. So he's definitely mm-hmm. available. But hmm. now it just comes like who who does it start with? I think it starts with Rangifo. And then they go from there. And I think honestly, any trade talk for any of those starting pitchers, the first person they're ta- they're asking for is Taylor Ward or Luis Rangifo. Yeah, yeah I agree. It'll be interesting to see. I know we talked we talked about it a couple podcasts ago. So, um, that being said, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast here at Talking Halos Game, making us the best Angels podcast out there. If you could subscribe, um, you know, we're looking for writers, of course. Check, check us out at TalkingHalos.com. Uh, shoot us a message. You know, actually, shoot us an email as well. Um, Derek would would shoot me again if I didn't mention. Uh, we're going to have some fantasy baseball leagues. Go on to TalkingHalos.com. Uh, Brock, I'm going to make you do this right after this. Go on TalkingHalos.com, Brock, and go ahead and fill out that email and let Derek know that you want to play fantasy baseball. Okay. So, yeah, I'm kidding. Uh, you're, you're, already, 
you're you're already in broke you're already in but if you guys want to play fantasy baseball with us um we're gonna have prizes of course i think derek had a opening or not opening day tickets but he had some tickets available uh during the 2020 season of course that never ended up happening unfortunately but we're gonna have a lot of fun prizes um and of course you guys can play fantasy baseball with us uh which is very very difficult because i'm very good at fantasy baseball don't want to gloat anymore never know you never know uh guys just thank you so much for listening here at talking halos and thank you so much and have a great rest of your day 